McDonald's grab through, beauty pageants, are they still a thing? And how embarrassing all this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. So last week, I teased beauty pageants. And we never got to it. Really? So, I don't remember. Yeah. Tell me all you so, know. So I'm, I'm, don't mean to tease, folks. That's not my MO, if anything. You are such a cock tease. You are, that I is give your it away. persona. You are a teasy tease town. I give it away. I don't know what you're talking I, about. You're a te- I think you're a big tease. I think that's your superpower. I, maybe I don't know what tease means. I, you are all about the, not yet. You're all about the, hang on. In a minute. <laughs> Stop. Here, hold this for me, will you? That's you. That's you. I consider that prolonging the joy. Okay, fine. As opposed to offering something I am not going to give. No, no, that's not you. Is that what a tease is? I think so. I think a tease is saying, here, look how up can happen. Oh, you're right. Well, here's the kind of tease you are. Offering something I'm not going to give yet. That's you. All right. And so there's this always like, when's she going to take the way to yet? Do I get it now? Do I get it now? Do I get it Maybe now? Maybe it's not an offer. It's just showing. It's just showing something. I have a very curly hair sticking out of the top of my head. And there's nothing I'm going to do about more it. I was one. hoping that headphones would hold it down. You have more but than one curly hair. I think my curls can't be held back. Right. Um, hi, Amy. How are you? I'm so great. How are you? What's going on? <sighs> um, right. I'm doing... Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I was starting to tell you earlier, and you said, shut up, don't do it here. Uh, I, again, we've discussed the goalie gummy things that I've taken that has made my insides be better. Apple cider vinegar, don't shit yourself pills. Whee! Yes, which is fantastic. It's four months that I've been great, and it so happens that I, I'm a vile human being, and I ate a... Five-hour-old bacon egg. No, not bacon. Just egg and cheese, everything bagel that had been sitting out since my son bought it before the ACTs. And my son, it was something that would have gone right through me back in the day. But that's what I don't understand. I got to just, even even as we unpack your raging colon, I still don't understand how you taking a pill has helped you with the, the deuce output for four months. How could you? I mean, my Lord, I don't know. I'm not a tank, but eating an egg sandwich in the middle of the day is not enough to send me into the turlet. Like, I don't understand. Well, I have that delicate bowel, um, but with the <laughs> apple cider vinegar gummies, it has helped replenish or fortify my flora and fauna, or probably not fauna, just flora <laughs> that's going on inside my belly. And I've been great. And then I, I kind of tested it. Well, I got to tell you, I bought the little shot vials, right? The little drinks of straight up apple cider vinegar with the mother. They have them in like a go pack. And so I bought a little pack of them because I'm like, if she's taking this shit, let's see how it works. I'm just going to do it. So I'm just, I'm swigging that stuff back twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Yeah, just hard cheese. And it goes, wow. And it's like a whiskey shot. It can be Bernie, but it's okay. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. I recommended this to another listener who, Michelle, who tried taking like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and she was like, it was as if I was pouring lava and acid straight out my anus. Just wow, immediately. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I don't get it. Yeah. It's like going for, 
you're going, it's a test prep. You're going, you're go, go lightly, <laughs> go cleans you no, out. So you, yeah, no, yeah, no, no yeah, is the answer yeah. to that. So we, so here's, here's really where I'm going with this. You guys have given me the platform to talk about things that normally and normal people are mortified to share. That's right. And maybe because I share it into the ether and I don't get an immediate, Melissa, you're disgusting kind of response. And maybe, maybe it's because the small response I do get is, oh my God, that happened to me too. And the response I get is, I get it, girl. This happens. And this one time at band camp, like I get stories from people who get me and with a topic that you're mortified to discuss in I don't know, normal, I hate using that word, typical company. It's a conversation you can't have. And I'll tell you how I know. Last night, after having eaten sketchy bagel, very sketchy, cheesy bagel, I went out to dinner with friends, uh, my son's closest friend, I guess, his parents, who we love. We don't see nearly enough. And... I've I'm having on the way there I start to sweat. I'm like motherfucker. It has been so long since but it wasn't the I'm going to die sweat, which dear listener, you know what I'm talking about. It was the oh no, wait a minute. What I'm better? I'm worse. I'm better. I'm worse. We get to the restaurant we're early and throughout the course of dinner, I go to the bathroom four times. Sick four times go to the bathroom. Well, these are people who are not our listeners. <laughs> they do not have conversations like this. Dear listener, you have spoiled me. You have made me think that it's okay to say, Ooh, ate a sketchy bagel, got a shit. Like you, I didn't phrase it that way, but I said, please excuse me. And I even used the phrase, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And they're like, you should be. <laughs> the impression I got back was, yeah, you gross. Do you need to leave? Because we'll hang with your husband kind of thing. And I thought- well, it was over dinner. Come on. It was over dinner. Come on. Yeah, it was not. It was not impressive. I did not feel the support, dear listener, that you give me, <laughs> that John used to give me, that Amy's nods tell me is, well, you know, it happens. That's right. um, so that's not really what I wanted to discuss, but I'm back on the I'm back on the apple cider vinegar train. I will not eat weak old food. I I will make better food choices. The whole but, I- even the whole idea. There's two. There's so much in what you're saying, but the one piece that stands out for me is the even the shit sweats. Like I just don't know that normal day to day consumption of regular foods is enough to set the whole system off balance. So if these it wasn't regular food, egg sandwich is a regular food in America. That sat out for five hours. Oh, sit out, sit out, not sit out. What's the difference? It's an egg sandwich. It's not one out for a week. Come on, that's fine. I'm delicate. Oh, what do you need to hear from me? Gravy, I'm delicate. Gravy train. So, okay. So we're out with this couple. Now, we have other friends who shit rainbows, <laughs> uh, unlike me, um, who shit rainbows. Do you have friends who everything's great? This son is the best at this. This child is the best at that. Have you seen my daughter's blood? They just, and maybe it's something with which I'm unfamiliar. (laughs) Maybe it is not a feeling that I kind of say it like it is. I'm very much, I heard this yesterday, a pessimistic realist. What? That's bullshit. I don't even, that's that's what I thought. I'm like, that's me. No, that's not a thing. I'm, I'm more so a realist. You know what? Sometimes my kids are fan-fucking-tastic. The rest of the time, 
They are age appropriately. I must stab you in the face because what came out of your mouth was so disrespectful. I, I mean, last night at dinner, Stuart made a comment to this guy and says, you know, these kids, it's so hard. I thought it would be easier. And, and would you have ever told your father to go fuck himself? And the guy said, that would have been a death sentence. Exactly. In our house too. Yeah. A death sentence. And then Stuart had to dial it back a little. He's like, not in so many words. Yeah. In those exact words, I'm sure at one point it has come out. I'm sure it has. Oh, yeah. The things that are flown at our faces from our children compared to any sense of reality that we ourselves experienced or even witness in in any kind of society anywhere. Yeah, I feel like we live on the fucking moon. But the, the in terms of rainbow rainbow shitters, we've got two camps of rainbow shitters. We have and I'm not sure which one you mean. So let's define it for dear listener. We have the rainbow shitters who walk around spewing as if everything is perfect and it really kind of is. They're kind of like Ned Flanders. There's like, oh, that's a wonderful white little cracker. Isn't that delicious? Let's get some mayonnaise. That looks great. A cucumber, perfect. <laughs> They're just, it's all clicking along at the right kind of speed. Everything's great. There's always a fresh pair of dockers pressed and ready to go. The shoes always fit. There's, you know, bow ties at the ready. They're they're good. They're ready to go. Yay. And matching and all matching. And all matching too. and no fucking problems, right? So in every size. There, there yeah. is, if there is a giant rainbow range, they're somewhere in the middle and they never bounce too far from one side to the other. Got it. Love it. And there's nothing wrong with these people. Then we have the rainbow shitters who are closer to my friends and they're sort of on the delusional rainbow. Their children are just as whack and fuckadoo as the rest of us, but they are blissfully accepting, unaware, happy, thrilled with even the smallest kind of accomplishment, ignore when things go really, really bad and don't hide it. Just sort of be like, yeah, it really sucks, but okay, bing, 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 bong, bong, bong. They just approach everything like, fuck it, man, it's life, it's great. It's So it's loving it, loving it, warts and all, and there's a lot of warts, right? So those are my people where it's not that you're going out of your way to run yourself down, but at the same time, and you're not certainly going out of your way to share the worst, most embarrassing thing about you, but... At the same time, when the child is visibly having a meltdown in front and full view of 40 other families and, you know, kicking and making the tent nearly fall over and screeching and they have to stop the game or, you know, some horrible thing is happening. And it's sort of like, you know, looking around like, yeah, she's having a tough day. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Like, she sure is. You know, you could like, you know, knock everything off the wall, the shelves in the Kmart and run out to the parking lot, hair on fire. But it's just like, you know, okay, that's so that's happening. Just very chill. It's like this shit ain't never good. been me. Yeah. And it's fun to watch as a spectator. <laughs> but but to, in reality, this couple we saw last night, it was a conversation. We both have a son who's approaching the the college application process, the standardized testing, the prep for standardized testing, the lack of studying in the prep for standardized testing. Yeah. So this is a couple we got to sit and talk to who shares our wild frustration. We know both of our sons are exceptional in certain ways that we adore these boys. We do. Is everybody going to see the things we adore? No, but I, I don't need everybody to see it. This isn't Facebook or Instagram where I'm putting a filter on everything I send out in my life. I don't filter for the most part. 
I really don't. I might choose not to engage. That's my filter, lack of engagement. That's the only filter I have. If I'm out there, you're really getting honesty from me. And maybe that's part of why I put a microphone in front of my face weekly, because I can't be honest with everybody that's out there. Otherwise, I I might be ostracized (laughs) from the community at large. It's a a very strange situation. People don't want to hear it. They do and they don't. don't. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. So the same way, I don't want to hear shitting rainbows. I There's a, a family with whom, I mean, I adore each of them separately. I cannot go out to dinner with them or events with them anymore because we are going through it right now. We have teenagers who do talk back, who are emotional, who are not reaching potential, who ask for things, who are disrespectful. It's all age appropriate. Don't tell me your kids who are the same ages are fucking amazing and perfect and this award and that award and joy and never unhappy and have a 4.56 because of the strictly only AP classes there. I am happy for you on one level and on another level, I kind of want to burn your house down so I could hear you talk about what a fucking blessing it was that your house burned down because you were given the opportunity to see who in the community will come out for you and help rebuild your fucking house. But but some of that's real. Some of that's true. And it's it's not, we have all, everybody has those families with an S in their orbit. You may even unwittingly be one yourself, dear listener. And the difference is this. There is something in their life that they look to and think, gosh, the what if and oh, wow, and this is our struggle and whatever. It's just a challenge when I look at my life and think other families have figured out the basics. We struggle with basics that are mortifying to me and to us. Struggle with it and disrespect is one of them and all the rest of it. The kids, our kids are glorious. They're going to be fine. I don't have any long-term concerns. For the most part, I don't even have any short-term concerns. But when I step back and think, How is it that other families are able to wake up on time and their children make their own beds without, you know, at all? I was going to say without being told, who am I kidding? At all. You walk into the room and it smells like any other room in your house as opposed to (laughs) you walk into like a rotting cadaver locker, which is what it smells like in my house. Cheese. It's it's you wish it smelled like cheese. Let me just tell you that the the breadth of cheese in France smells better than these rooms. They're very frightening. It just goes on and on. And so when we're scrambling to do things like it's like that show Malcolm in the Middle where they're running around the house, screeching, throwing things at each other. And then bing, you go up and you get the award. You know, hi, everything was fine. Everything was fine. I'm not hiding anything from anybody. But I also know in those other houses, they really do wake up at 630 in the morning and come downstairs in their matching robes and slippers and smile and eat the eggs and have a drink of some nice coffee. And then all those dishes are somehow cleaned in the clean kitchen. And then they go to their various places of study and employ on time where everyone's pleasant and smiling and the homework has been completed and it's turned in. Like all these steps are met and no one had to say, could you brush your teeth? Is there gas in the car? Do you have a car? Right. All these things. Are you wearing underwear? Are you wearing underwear? Have you changed your underwear? Is it the same underwear for the last four yes, days? Yes. <laughs> Any of it. Is, are both eyes open as you leave the house? Like just when's the last time you brushed your hair? When's the last time you took a shower? They don't even ask these questions. There are these people. This couple last night, he is not from this country and he comes from a, a background where you see better, you work hard, you get it. Like you work hard for and then you come to this country and you're like, a bunch oh, of lazy fuckers. Yeah. So when he says, you know, I I sent my kid 
10 articles to read and to tell me what he thought about these colleges and these these articles and these things. And, and I bought a subscription to U.S. News and World Report um, because I wanted him to compare and look at Hi, Butters. Um, he's got some articles and, to read. He's going to go get it. He's a go getter. He's not have. He's not having it. Is what he's saying. He's like, I'm. I'm chasing because he's because inter- he's, he's interrupted. We've got our home backs up to sizable woods that are once you cross a thir- certain threshold owned by church. the church neighboring property, and they're they're very very expansive. And for some reason, we've had four or five little girls traipsing through our yard to get back into the woods. So I'm like, hey, gang, this is our house. You could go maybe the other way. So the dog is like, what the fuck? So he keeps looking at all these people in the backyard. People, people. So he's like, so if you hear him, he's just doing his job. We're going to let him go. Back to you, doll baby, in the 10 articles. Yeah. So I said, and before he could finish his sentence, I said, he's not reading those articles. (laughs) And he's like, you're absolutely right. He didn't read the articles. I wanted to talk to him about it. I said, yeah. Because you created more work for him and he wants to watch Netflix or play Call of Duty. Because he's a human on the planet. Thank you. No, he's not doing it. But that. He's, he created and, you know, there's the – you have to study for you, – you're not – that's not how you study. You don't look at something in studying. You have to – it's an action verb to study. Like work with me. It's not a passive scroll by something in a book or on a screen or wherever – it's incredibly frustrating. This other family, if I spoke to them about, oh, yes, everything's perfect. This one is studying in his room for 14 hours straight. We thought we were sneaking food into him to get him to eat. Uh, are you Are you kidding me? But my point is, I bet you that kid, God bless this kid, has very little to give, right? That didn't, that didn't come out of a book, that wasn't fed into the brain from some other source. I don't know. The kids are delightful. I love those kids. It's rare that these kids are naturally precocious and also sparkly in some other way. I want to be able to talk to you. I want to be able to, I want you to be a human. And part of developing as a human is all of it. Developmentally breaking rules, understanding who you are, saying, fuck you, I'm not reading 18 things in a row. I would love it if they broke rules. These are the kids. I want to know what rules they break. I want to know when they go like, what's like some, your hair's on fire. You grab your crotch, you run around. Like I'm, I want to know what they choose to be rebellious about because I mean, I know their mother's not going to tell me because everything's perfect. It really freaks me out. That's what I was trying to get at. I don't think I did it well. I don't have, and I'm not sure you're saying this about your friends. Probably not. I don't have anybody in my orbit because the second I sussed them out, they wouldn't be in my orbit anymore. I don't have anybody in my orbit who is telling lies who is, everything's great, everything's great, smile, smile, smile. I don't have those. I have people who are legitimately kind of right in the middle and their rainbows are real because their expectations are right in that little rainbow space. They're not too far in any one direction. They're shooting right up the middle and it looks like perfection from the outside to a lot of folks. It can look a little bland to the outside from a lot of folks. I don't have somebody who's glossing it over. I have the people who are really rainbowy about a pretty shitty circumstance and then I have yeah. people who are really rainbowy for what I would feel like, but where's your brass ring? Where's your exceptionalism other than A plus across the board, right? A plus across the board, meeting all the expectations. I'm sounding really judgy in a way that I'm, I'm not in my heart. So it's what I'm trying to communicate is when you are a standout in some area, other things have to fall away. So when you're hitting all the boxes right across the board, that's almost like being master of none. Do you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're, you know what I mean? There's, there is no, that's great. I would have expected you with this Where level you, of affluence and, and access and aptitude and all the A's. How do you A's. take it to the next level? Yeah. You're, you have A's. What, what, what's next Of level? course you have A's. Now, now where did you, where did you really excel? 
right? You know how to make your bed every morning. We can't figure that out in our house. But look, look at this long list of accolades that we were working on at the same time. Wow, right? Too bad we can't read or write. You know, it'll level out. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I do feel like it will level out when those kids get to college and are given, you know, I send my kids to camp. I tell you this, that they're given only good choices from which to choose, really. They can only choose you know, this positive thing or that positive thing. It's safety. They have choices and they're their choices, but they really don't have anything sketchy they can do there. So they're going to get to a place in life, these other children, where they're going to have choices and not just the ones that were set up for them, positive or positive. They're going to have, do I go get high here at Penn or do I study for, like, they're really going to have, and we'll see how how rainbowy this this is. And I just... All, all in way of saying, I do not want to have dinner with you anymore because right now <laughs> I am entering the, we got to get this kid into college. Remember last year? What are you interested in? I don't know. What do you, I mean, they, we're getting a tour. They want to know. I don't know. Do you want a city or do you want to go to school on a fucking farm? I don't know. Do you want, I don't know. And I don't need you to know. I need you not to not know. Like I need you to give me something because they're asking and I so I can't I can't sit at a table across from a full family of everything's so great. Bing, I want to be this bing, 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 and it, I can't. I can't I can't with your sparkle. I need to know there's a dent in you somewhere and I need to find it and I need to drill into it to make it worse. Like I I, I can't. What I haven't been able to express to you is that you the dent is in full view. You're looking at the dent. When everything is at the same level of homogeneousness, right? Even if it's in an A level, it's still a flat fucking line. Where is the standout? He's getting the replies to college right now. Again, you have a senior. The replies are coming in. And because they've never hit that brick wall of rejection, because everything has been... Of course you're in the honor society. Of course you can have... Of course you'll be in the... Of course, of course... When the rejection comes from the same place, everybody gets it. Like the, I don't know if they, I'm sure they're not listeners, but like everybody gets rejected from UVA, right? Because that has become IV adjacent. Like, I don't know how it happened. The number one public school in America. Right. So we've got a couple of kids from our school going there, going there. God bless them in our tiny, 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 tiny little senior class. God bless them. And I'm super jealous. Yeah. Well, you'd also have to pay for it, but Besides, you're already paying college tuition in right. high school prices. For sure. So. For real. Yes. So all of that said, they're starting to face rejections now. And I'm thinking, now might be the perfect time to go sit across the table from them. But last night, even with my four shits, I have to tell you, sitting across the table from a couple who heard me say, ugh, I can't stand it. You want this from me? You want the car? And you're going to open this mouth? And for them to say, absolutely. How dare you? Now I'm not doing your dishes or taking your, you have, uh, it was such joy to sit with this family and to think you get me. This is why I don't normally leave the house. That other family, this is worth leaving the house for even with the bathroom visits. I told you I was super popular because I was the only stall with toilet paper. I think I'm finally clicking in with where your point of view on this thing and I'm the whole because there's so it's such a rich territory. We as parents, we all live at this, this sizing up and yet we're not sizing up because there are friends and we love them and there's lots to love and but I don't know and, and I don't compare but of course I compare. Ga, ga, ga. You have no choice. Well, I have in our broader circle of friends, there's a couple who we love a whole lot. We don't know them very well. And honestly, I don't know why it came up. But they shared something from 
uh, holiday time where their kids were so awful to each other on Christmas morning that it almost ruined Christmas morning. And they normally would have been in, oh, in the that. docker wearing perfection set. And I'm like, what? Your kids were shittier than my kids have been? I don't we believe just got closer. It. I we love just got closer. you now <laughs> because it was like, I didn't think you were a human. I thought you were like an example of how I'm supposed to be. And it's charming to be around you. So when I heard this, I was like, oh my God, it's possible. And I think that is what is really risky and what we do very foolishly on the show and what we're sort of enabling and inviting other people to do, even if it's just listening on the show which is there is a place, there is a space where you can tell the story of the cheese under the bed. And because there's somebody else who says, I found a head under the bed. Like there's somebody, <laughs> there's somebody who's got it worse than you and they're not terrible people and they're just trying to get better and their kids are going to be great and everybody made it through alive and is thriving now. So it's part of it is that level of, oh God, really? Really? Your grass is, yes. is made of plastic. It's not just really green. Yes, yes, yes. And dear listener, we love it when you share your stories of my son did this or my daughter, can you believe she told me to, and I said, guess what? And for us, we call them not proud parenting moments, but it's real life. And I, I well, and that comes, I it's comes, in it. It comes back to that thing. We had mentioned this, we talked about it on another podcast. There's a woman in our parent group who is held up as the example rightly so. And for her to stand up in that mixed company and say, we had basically some sexting going on in our house that I would have, I'm here to tell you, I would have never guessed, never in a million years would have guessed it was happening in our house. And it happened. And I was like, are you kidding me? I can't believe it. Oh my God. And now you're talking about it. And wow. It, the, the problem with being the poster child for it happened to me is sometimes people are like, yeah, I bet it did. You know, it, thanks a lot for talking about you can't make your bed in the morning, Amy, and that your kids don't brush your teeth. I've seen and smelled your kids. I've seen your house. I get that you are a train wreck. So it ha you're not telling me something I don't know. That's where it's risky. <laughs> you don't necessarily want to share. I don't think people do that. You don't do want to that. reinforce what people are already thinking the worst of you. I don't think people do that. <laughs> I think people understand with their struggle what your struggle is, and they they high five you. I'm with you, sister. Is really all I get when I share that, except for with those shit rainbows. Don't get me wrong. I married a man who shits rainbows. He's a rainbow maker. It's coming out of every orifice. But he also gets spoken to like he's a piece of shit. He's definitely come home and said, I'm going back to work. When I go to work and I tell somebody or ask somebody to do something, they fucking do it. And when I come home and I say, help me out with it's go fuck yourself. And right. I'm not, I don't want to be here because at work, shit gets done and it's a positive. This is a man who would rather be at work where he's sticking his gloved finger up somebody's tuchus. I mean, the, that's better than the kitchen? Come on. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. And that tells you wildly embarrassing to share these stories, but not so embarrassed because, again, we're doing it into the ether and the only responses we've really gotten back are, oh my God, me too. Can you believe these fuckers? We haven't gotten any emails that have said, you're the worst parents, which is what we think of ourselves. So you're right. I know I am, but you're you're better than me. So no, I know <laughs> I, I am. I, I don't say that like a badge of honor. It's a, it's a mark of shame, but I'm trying to improve. It's no different than getting a grade on a test. I know Work I failed progress. this test. I'm taking it again. I'm studying. I'm getting outside help. I'm reading the books. Outside help. I love the outside help. <laughs> so things that embarrass you. If you were to disappear, meaning come to a horrible end, your life is over. This is really a pepper. <clears throat> yeah, this is really. Your, your friends and family need to clean up your stuff. Yeah. 
What in your home, in your life, would mortify you if other people saw? Well, first... Besides the way we've been raising our families, but it's out there. First and foremost, without any hesitation, it's this podcast. So it is all of the freewheeling. Every week, I find myself saying more and more things that are completely true and honest, but it is that removing the layer of do you really want to talk about that? Do you really want that out there? Are we really talking about porn and and this and that? You're not alone. You're not alone. You're. So- I'm. I'm not. I tell you the God's honest truth. I am so against and I would be so mortified if I had any evidence of porn anywhere. I, I'm so mortified that that could even be a possibility. I won't even search it. Like even in talking about it on the show, even history in the Netflix. I pulled up that show Banshee to start watching it. Right. Oh, my God, we're going to get to that. But the whole idea is there is no secret drawer. There is no iPad with a search history. There's nothing. There's nothing. And part of it is because I'm a writer. I do a lot of research. Everything that I look up, there's a history of it. And I get served ads for it. Like, I know the volume of stuff that comes at you when you get. So I don't touch that stuff. Before you continue, just so you know, things like sex toys and drug paraphernalia, they don't, because you search this, you should look at this. They don't do those. They come in plain brown packaging and they do not follow you with I don't, a I don't have any, I don't have any search history. I don't have any. I'm just saying. I know, but I've I'm heard, saying. Yeah. I've heard from a friend that <laughs> You researched that's not, it and based on my quality research. No, it, no, it happened over drinks with the Rainbow family. That that's not, oh my God, could you imagine discussing that with the Rainbow family? That's the thing. And I, I'm here to tell you that as sort of on one level, I'm not closeted about this at all, but talking about it somehow feels really, really risky and scary. So then you learn that people who look like they're in that middle vanilla space that I was talking about, right? The docker wearing bow tie. Oh, they're like, well, we we have our own little cabinet, you know, filled up with whips and chains or I mean, who knows what the fuck that. So maybe they maybe everybody has their own kink. I don't know. So what's your kink that would have to get rid of? Is it your laundry room that would mortify you? Because clearly you have nothing fun. So if I, you want me to be totally honest and lay it all bare, it's my finances. That's what the thing that would really, really embarrass me. Because I don't like filing. I don't like organizing that stuff. I don't like keeping track of that stuff. And so I run a business. My husband runs a business. We put a lot outside. It has nothing to do with this podcast, right? Highly successful. Everything is buttoned up. All of the finances are, I, I would have a poster on the highway and everyone could comb through them and everyone would say, oh my God, this is, wow, I want you doing my finances. That's how I run the business. When it comes to the house, we can't go anywhere for spring break this year because all of our passports have expired. And because I saw the date coming and the effort that it would take for all five of us to be in the specific passport at room time. at one time because the kids are all minors, I couldn't make it happen. And this has been good. So they're expired by a year. So now we can't even go anywhere. Yeah, they're sitting here. They're just expired. And so the kids are like, why don't you expedite getting them done? I'm like, how do you have the word expedite in your vocabulary? And P.S. Fuck off. Go to a private school. <sighs> so, yeah. So now we're going to Sedona for our vacation because we can't go to anywhere, you know, anywhere. Can't even go to fucking Canada. Sedona is lovely. What are you talking about? I don't know. Sedona- from Sed- I had to fight for Sedona. It. I was like, we're going somewhere in the U.S. that we've never gone. Someplace hot. That's not a fucking beach. Let's go. Even though I love the beach. We go to the beach all the time. I wanted some place where it felt like we're going on a family vacation. Damn it. You're going to be uncomfortable for a little bit. Let's go. Your eyes are going to be open. You got to go to the moon. 
So don't our last family thing was a family trip, not a family vacation. Right. So we are we're probably going to hit up Florida before we sell it and spend time there. And that's in way of telling you, join us, throw your sleeping bags down, and hit the pool. Absolutely, absolutely. So nothing would really your finances would my embarrass finances you. would embarrass me in the sense that we have a, a lifelong friend Marnie who is like a super bigwig in the financial world, which kind of stuns me because she's my friend. She manages the... F- yeah, it'd be like if your sister was a top 10 pop star. You'd be like, yeah, but she's still my fucking sister. Like there's a... Per- she manages like- the finances of billionaires. She right. goes from billionaire to billionaire right. managing their their portfolio. Quite expertly as well. very impressive. And if she came into this house, when she comes into this house at any point and looks around... It's not that we won't be friends anymore. It's just the amount of shit that I'm going to have to be like, she would get up at the funeral pulpit and be like, you guys, you thought it was bad. You don't have to know how fucking bad this idiot was. She has four different healthcare accounts. She's paying for insurance for three different, like, I don't even know what I have. I don't even know what I have. I don't even know. I don't know what I have. I don't know where it is. But isn't that what you love about Marnie? That is, she would clean it up. She would. She would clean it up for you. And she would not blink. I think she would even enjoy cleaning it up for you no i don't know and that's my plan if god forbid something happens to Stuart, who handles all of these things in our home i'm marnie's my first call are you kidding she is my first what would embarrass you i mean i would make her chicken free me and kugel while she went in (laughs) and she cleaned up all the shit that went that i don't or just showed me where everything is although Stuart has done that already and let me be and i do know and let me be honest and and you guys are another one because whenever you talk about stuff you're like well we could do this and this and And i'm like oh that's smart all the smart moves (laughs) all the smart moves that i that i methodically automatically continuously do for the businesses for for all of that life and you give up. I just, I don't. It's like the, it's not a guilty pleasure because I'm not pleased by it, but it's, I, I run out of steam and it's not, it, let me be very clear. Everything is buttoned up. The kids are fine. We're not at risk of anything. But when you look at the apples on the ground, the lost potential, the nonsensical nature of what are you doing? Why do you, like I am, when I was working in advertising, I work for myself now, when I was working in advertising, <laughs> we used to come up with audience profiles. It's typical. It's a thing that you do. And they give names for the audiences so that you can keep track of them, right? The bifocal intellect. We come up with names for people that tell you a little bit about their characteristics. And when we were working for a telecom company, we were trying to come up with a consumer who wasn't really price sensitive, who was a little bit distracted. The last thing you're going to do, and that person was Susie Spends a Lot. And that's fucking me. The person they described to profiled yourself. I'm Susie spends a lot. And I'm like, are you kidding? They're like, well, how much do you pay for your cell service? I don't know. Well, how much was your computer? I don't know. Well, do you have a service plan on it? I might. Well, then how much is this? I don't know. Well, is that, that on I a know. subscription? Is that on a subscription? <laughs> and then when does that reset? And you know, all this like, thicka, 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 thicka. no, I set that shit up on auto. I walk away. I make sure that bucket is filled up with some amount of money so that it never runs dry. So to me, that's a gross mismanagement. I could be so wealthy if I would fucking pay attention or even hire someone. But hiring someone feels like I'm going to get Bernie Madoff. I'm telling you, you just need Chardonnay, Chicken Freemie and Kugel and Marnie will handle all of it for you. I can't have her come here. I'm not even ready. I have to do so much work. So it's, it's, like, your- it's like cleaning for the cleaner. I have to do so much fucking work before she could even come here and judge me. And then... So it's your finances. I have an arrangement with my sister-in-law that there's a a bag that we destroy in each other's bedrooms. <laughs> but what's when, in the bag? Is it porn? I, 
things. Yo, things no, you I've want. laid it all out. You got to give me one thing. What's in there? It's it's my financial record. You're full of such curly hair. It's you know it's it's toys. It's it's stuff that it's. it's You're more you know, interesting just, than me. We all know it. You said you started watching Banshee. I did. I did. And did you stop because you didn't like? Sadly, I had to come here and record. It's the only reason oh, I stopped. You started this morning. No, I make. I'm telling a joke. No, I started it, and it was. It was Cinemax in all its 1980s glory. Cinemax, yeah, yes. it was great. There right? were like there were like B minus level actors who you, you kind of maybe saw once on a sitcom. It's like, oh, okay, I get I get the production value. Wait, where'd your clothing go? Oh, uh, what's that? Wait a minute, is that possible? Is this in yoga? The first Twelve yeah. minutes, there were breaths. Four, right? Not twelve first... minutes. In the first uh, minute twenty. In the first, it was in the opening montage. He's having up against a wall. I just got out of prison sex, and it it's worth a rewatch. <laughs> but so Stewart just started it also, <gasps> and so he's he was in the first episode the other day, and I said, "Oh, so that's is that the first nudity or second nudity in the first episode?" He's like, "Shut up, <laughs> just shut up." Well, and some of it, I I can't say the next sentence, but it popped into my head. So here it comes. Some of it is like real life. So it's it's just that it's not <laughs> not my life. No, I, life. I've had somebody, a, a friend of mine, had a gentleman caller from days of yore show up in her backyard and stare up into her into her kitchen while she was looking in the kitchen window, and had to have this whole sort of what are we like? Let's meet surreptitiously in the backyard. Like that shit is every time I'm like zing. Oh God, when that happens. And that happens in the show. I thought she didn't want in on that. He did. And he was crazy. That's what I thought. In the in the show or in real life? No, in real life. Okay. On the show, I think it's the same. But I don't know. I haven't haven't watched that far ahead. It's not the same. Oh. Yeah. So Banshee's good. I I highly recommended it last time. And then I got to the end of the series. And there's a lot of violence. And there's a lot of, of... weird like it gets weird but i don't know if i'm a weird person i i kind of i kind of dug it the thing that i like about it too that's so funny is i found a friend of mine at a party was trying to remember a character in a show that she had watched and i knew exactly the show that she was talking about and it was a super sex show and we're in mixed company and i'm trying not to prompt her because the only way that she's going to get there is if i tell her oh you mean it was he's the actor in masters of johnson Oh, God, mother. And finally, I just said, I think he might have been in Masters and Johnson. And she went, oh, that's it. And then it sort of dawned on her what she had just acknowledged in front of everybody. And she went, that's said in St. Louis. And that's where I'm from. And I went, yep, it is. Amy, you started to tell me a story about McDonald's, which our family really does not approve, except if you're going there for a vanilla milkshake. And then if you have stories about how dirty that machine is, you can sit on it because there's nothing like a McDonald's. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it. I mean, it's it's like at a certain point, McDonald's milkshakes, IV drug use, very similar. You got to you just you accept I'm going to do something very bad for me. Got to have it. I'm just going to keep doing it. Got to have it. I'm shitting it. So uh, we I have had a roughity, rough, <laughs> rough, 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 rough week, a roughity, rough, rough, rough week. And it was a continuous backslide, lots of deadlines, lots of trouble and trauma and sort of skipping over all of that. I made the choice. I'm in it. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm not. And I feel no shame. So it was snowing when I went to McDonald's in the drive through And at some time, I shouldn't have been there at all. Shouldn't have been eating this stuff. Should have, should have, should have. No, no. Coming around the thing. And 
for whatever reason, you know, it's snowing, it's cold. I know I don't want to be here. The guy and I got a vanilla milkshake of all things. That's what I got. And a, a burger too. I'm not stopping in a milkshake. Fuck you. Fuck you life. I say milkshake and I'm going to drink it. So the little dude is there and he's this cute as a button young kid, right? He has the milkshake to hand to me. I've mentioned it's snowing. I put my window down, but somehow I sort of don't put it down all the way and I'm wearing a big old coat and my whole life is in the toilet and I'm reaching for a milkshake in the dark. You see where I am. So I stick my hand out the thing, but my arm is like all crooked up and cracked because I, four days earlier, I had gone to arm day at the gym. So my arm doesn't really stretch all the way out. So I reach this, this crooked, gnarled old lady hand out to get the fucking milkshake and it's wet. Because it's snowing. Everything's just... So I sort of get my hands on it, but not really. And I'm scared I'm going to drop it. So I start squeezing it. I start squeezing it really tight. Like you did the water bottle that went up your nose in our hotel room? And then I thought, I have learned. So I'm not going to squeeze it that tight because the top will go... And then the whole thing will fucking go everywhere. So I was like, don't squeeze it too tight, but you're still going to drop it. So then I took my other arm and put it out the window. And so now I got two arms that don't reach and don't work out the window <laughs> and I'm cupping this young man's hand in the snow, in the outdoors, in the dark. And he's looking at me like, what's happening? And it's not even in the car. So it's still hovering in the space between the building and the car. So I'm like trying to cup this thing, you know, like it's this chalice of wonderment. So I grab it and I start pulling it toward me and the seatbelt's catching and I'm kind of getting bumped <laughs> on the thing. And I'm like, I'm going to drop this and I'm going to now be covered with fucking, I got it. Oh, fuck, fuck. So then I grab and I'm pulling really hard, but I have somehow cupped my hands around his hands. Oh, no. So I'm pulling, pulling him in I'm, the car. That's window. why it was so difficult. So I'm pulling him into my car. <laughs> so it's like, I need this milkshake. Like it's life itself. And I'm pulling this young man. And he's like, lady, lady, <laughs> lady. I'm just dragging his whole arm. And now he's got like the, the armpit is out the thing. And his hand is physically in my car. That's how hard I've pulled him. And now, and now I can't unentangle him. How do I? Because everything's wet and and I'm an idiot. And so I'm sitting here like, what what the fuck now? And he's doing the thing with his fingers. Like, if I just open my fingers, do you have the cup? You know how you do that silent dance of I'm handing you. you, Let me go. I'm handing you something, (laughs) Captor. Please take it and release. You know, it's like, can I? It puts the milkshake in the basket. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) and the whole time. And at least I did not start laughing because my typical go-to at this point is to start laughing when I do something really dumb. And then I'll start laughing so hysterically that I'll drop everything and I'll urinate on myself and then things will fall off the shelves and the car will stop worrying, all of it. So I'm like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Just get the milkshake, get the milkshake, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And I think I drove away without paying. Like, I think it was one of those, I don't even know, or without my food. I I didn't complete whatever transaction. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. But I did get that milkshake. (laughs) She is rendered speechless. I tried to think, would it be worse if let's play that game oh it just spilled all over the inside of your car oh. and then made it smell like bad dairy like you know what on the scale of things you brought this boy and you don't go back to that mcdonald's i mean that's for fucking sure you can't go back there well i've ever never again. seen i've never seen that young man before you can't go back there amy maybe there's a high churn rate Fagazi. you can't I shouldn't go back be going there to mcdonald's at all why am i going to mcdonald's at all i right. was so not working not out i'm not eating properly and this is why my life was so rough this week Every day I would wake up, it would be worse than the day before. And I would think to myself, did you work out? No. Did you eat the foods that you know make you feel good? No. Did you have your shake with all those strange things mixed in? No. I had a bowl of deadline jelly beans and some banshee sex and a McDonald's milkshake at midnight. That's what I had. And I work at midnight. Yikes. And I wake up the next morning smelling like beyond meat. 
or whatever the whatever the product is that they sell there that's not meat. All their weird MSG. Is that what you got though? Is that why would yeah. I do this? No, I'm I embrace the cow. Bring it. It's gross. Do you know? Have you seen? Well, they are breeding mini cows. Why? For pets. No, that's not allowed. Because what we need to do is create a whole new type of pet because there are so many in rescue right now that need... Especially one that shits out ozone. What the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, are these the teddy bear cows that are so cute? Is that a thing? A teddy bear cow? There's a cow. Someone was picking up and hugging a cow and it looked like a giant dog. A baby. Yes. So they said it's a little bigger than a giant dog at full size. And I thought... They're very cute. You said that about pigs too. And they don't make mini pigs. That's that's not a thing. They're mini pigs when they come to you for the first year. But then they become 400 pound pigs. They become real life 1200 pound pigs. I've never been one of these people that thought pig, pet, okay. Rat, pet, Okay, there's some animals. Really? Yeah, I don't want a rat as a pet. A rat is not My a pet. My sister-in-law would love that. Gross. I'm sorry. She had That's... mice. She had Stop. red-eyed mice. Oh, for... Well, who would let that... No, there is no fucking way. No mice, way. Mice, cats, she had it all. Gross. She's an animal lover. They hate each other. She's got a chaos universe. Cats and dogs living together. Haven't you seen they Tom do. and Jerry? They're not good to each other. I have seen Tom and Jerry. I grew up on Tom I and Jerry. I hate those fuckers. I hate them both. There's neither You're one of them that's any good. You're supposed to like Jerry, though. You're supposed to... I hate them both. They're horrible. Yeah, not a fan. So, store-wise, if you were given $5,000 to go into any store to spend it, and you have 30 minutes to spend five grand, what store would you go to? Shock, 30 fuck, minutes. Fuck, shock, fuck, fuck, shock, fuck, I don't know. 30 minutes, go. What store? Five grand. Uh, Apple. Be really easy. I'd get a couple of products, computer, some of those extra cords that always break and then I lose. I'd probably go to like Apple. the one that's breaking on me right now. Okay, what if, it was, yeah. what if it was $25,000? I would go to a car dealer and I would get a car from for my middle jerk. My middle jerk. How old is he? He's, he's soon to be 15. Oh. And when he turns 15, he will be legally able to drive with another human in the car. He's completed all the bullshit. So in, in North Kakalak, you were required to have your learner's permit for a year. So he has at least been organized enough to get everything done. Bip, 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 bip. So the day he wakes up and he's 15, come on, mom, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, And then I got to put his ass into some not available car. Is there another store that you would spend a hundred grand in? Why are you doing this to me? I hate to shop. And I, well, I would love to have things that make me look good and feel good, but I, I, they don't even allow those. It's like porn. I don't allow those thoughts into my brain. I shut them out. Hundred thousand, I would say. Like my job is to open that door. No, I would. Brain. I would go and buy a house. Like I would not. I would not buy something for me. I have a hard time spending more than nineteen dollars on a pair of jeans for myself. And I, if even given a hundred thousand dollars of someone else's money, I would take. I would go on a, the vacation store. I would go to the purchase a home store. Something. Why? What do you have loaded up? I want to share the fact that I am the most boring human, <laughs> and I would. I wouldn't go to, I would pay off shit. I would right. finish well, paying for you, Florida. So, yeah, I would I finish paying you. for. I just told you I would hire Marnie to come over here and judge me. And I would bring her lovely wife and we would sit on the back porch and not do any of the work and then come back in and find Marnie with like steam puffs coming out of her head. She's like the cobbler who cannot stand when people bring in broken shoes. Like Marnie and finances, she just, she is only satisfied. She's the opposite of Marie Kondo. She's only satisfied when the shit is clean and ready. 
the act of cleaning it up makes her crazy. So if she came in here, she would probably burn me to the ground and say, just start over. Just, just, just run away, start over and, you know, throw everything out. So yes, I, like I would use, so I would use, I would use the hundred thousand dollars to do a not clothes. Like I wouldn't go out and get shoes, even though. It's much more fun though, to talk about the fact that you're going into a store and spending it on things that you want and not taking it to spend it on shit you need to pay off. I'd buy furniture. I absolutely would buy. I would redecorate some areas in the house. I would do that. Already? Yeah. Your house is decorated so beautifully. A house is like a website, my darling. It's never finished. It's it's always evolving. We're we're in trouble. It's always evolving. It's always evolving. Hey, Amy, what are your thoughts on beauty pageants? (sighs) Mixed. Quite, quite mixed. I'm going to endorse in some strange ways. So I'm not a full on hater. I know way too many people who fucking do it and they're lovely people, which is meaning they're actually lovely people. And I'm like, oh, but you have a pageant. Okay. I guess I have to, I guess I have to reevaluate pageants. Why? I have, I have a feeling, I have a feeling I'm going to be in the minority on this podcast. Well, no, they're traditionally focused on judging and ranking physical attributes. Here the bingo bongos go. Yeah. They're all about, they're all about the Of all the contestants, they've evolved to like what personality, God help us, intelligence, talent. They're answering questions now. That's the latest. They're about scholarships. They're about scholarships, Melissa. Yeah. No, they're not. Um, They they, they give you a scholarship for being all of these fucking things plus really banging pretty. That never goes away. That's a criteria. But that's to me at the same time, welcome to being a woman. You can be a successful, I mean, Angela Merkel, pretty fucking successful. And guess what? She's not on the cover of Vogue. And there's a lot of people that remind you and all the rest of us of it all the time. Did you know that black women now hold crowns in the five major beauty pageants? Hey, hey, hey. Are there, there, there are five major beauty pageants? Miss World, Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss America, and yep, Miss Teen USA. Oh, gross. Okay, great. And they are all the most stunning black women I just, I called it up and it's, they are unbelievably, they don't even look real. They don't even look real. I am, I guess you could say vehemently opposed, not just because of the douchebag that bought the rights to all pageants, but to judge women or to show young girls that it's important to look good as opposed to be good, do good is kind of gross. And then I see things like the Jean Benet pictures. Yes, sexualized at an early age. It's disgusting. They have retainers with teeth on them because oh, yeah. age appropriately, you lose teeth. And they, uh, to, ch- to children, how is, how can, tell me how somebody can be raised in a society, in a group, in a culture that tells you what is most important is how you look on the outside. You don't think we're going to get that from advertising and from commercial, from all of these things in the world. You have to ingrain it in your home, in your child. By wake, I was told by our pediatrician when my daughter was teeny tiny, actually both of them when they were young, you could get some really good catalog work done and pay for college sure. with these kids if you want to bring them because they are as as little people they were ridiculously cute. We get we get offers for Rocco frequently. He should be a model. He should be a model. Yes, and as a as a fallback, mean, terrible parenting thing to say, it's like, well, at least you look good enough. You'll always have a job somehow. 
which is stay pretty, <laughs> stay pretty. Even um, if even if you think her don't work. Anyway, so I, I, there was a moment in time where I said, "Oh, pay for college? That would be nice." Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a I'm a teacher. There's no way that they're going to be and and I mar- so uh, let's see, let's see. And they somebody said. Mallory's eyelashes are so long and these big blue eyes and it's gotten her a lot so far just on that like all the every time we went to a baseball game she gets a baseball from one of the um, warming up pitchers because her head is on the thing and she with the pigtails and that's so cute right so uh, all right I'll, I'll yes we want you to go have pictures taken and we will use her for and I said look if you really feel like you could use my kids for you pay for the pictures Use you the pictures and I will bring her. Then I thought, here's a full-time job for my one-year-old. And I have to make sure she's well-snacked, well-rested. She can't be age-appropriately cranky and, and nappy. And I did not engage. I do not want her to think the outside is what matters most. I, I just didn't want her to think that. Oh, sure, I would have liked the paycheck for it. But you said it's a scholarship machine that gives scholarships to one person because she's pretty uh, with, I'd rather with other you get, things with other things but yes i'd rather you get that scholarship from anywhere else it's that a, tells you you're exceptional it's so it's so horrible i i you just i'm just recalling back in the advertising days when i was doing television commercials for uh, honestly clothing change you know clothing stores, retail, major. Okay. So that's Marshall's and TJ Maxx. That's what I was doing them for. And we hired an assortment of folks. And one of them was a young, young girl. And she had, you can picture a young, young girl's body where they have that kind of round tummy where it sort of starts at the neck. And it's like a baby's body where it's just kind of, it's just a kind of an arc from the, from your torso. It's just kind of a half a circle. Very cute. And she was super lean. She just had kind of a bulgy area, bulgy stomach. And don't you know, there was so much conversation on set about what to do and do we use this kid? And it was disgusting. And we were so angry that the conversations were even being had. Her mother was there. She was there until finally I was just, I was too young to be able to even find the words to know beyond my shock what was happening. And fortunately, the art director who I was with opened her big mouth and said, you are going to stop talking right now. This is a beautiful girl who we chose specifically because she is so beautiful. There's not a single thing wrong with her and we're going to use her exactly the way that she is. And I hope she doesn't change a single thing. Put her in the shot. And then we did and we shot it and ultimately she was cut out of the commercial. But still, it was like in that oh, moment. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, she looked the way that a little girl's supposed to look, right? Perfect, beautiful, showed off the clothes, showed off the brand. Everything was great. And having said all of that, that's what comes back to this idea of pageants. It's it's competition. These could be kids in theater. These could be kids in sports. These could be kids anywhere. When you, it's the com- competitive nature. When you look at a child and reinforce to them that everything about your life even right now, you're not even excused from it right now. Everyone is sizing you up all the time and putting you in order. And you're, you're going to be in, you're going to be on a stair step. You're going to be on a level. You're going to be somewhere. And your goal is to actually move higher than where you are right now. Go. And that's your whole fucking life. So on the one hand, it's awful and horrible. And on the other hand, that's, that's a pageant is just you. Maybe there's a prize at the end of this shit that's happening in the supermarket to you anyway, in the job. So I'm, I'm conflicted about it. I think largely because I do have friends who have competed at a high, or have been misstate of whatever. And they're beautiful people with giant brains. They just have a beautiful face too and body and they got paid for it. I would like for them to have received that money and those accolades for having that beautiful brain and having that 
that drive to do something great as opposed to being genetically blessed, which is something over which you have no control. You don't. You don't have any control as to, especially early on, as to what you look like. I know. That's something you just, that you genes just give you. Me. You just impressed me so much because if anybody who could see us, which they can't, you could compete in these things and win oh, them. You're out of your mind. I'm not. And I could maybe attend one if there was like not a VIP section. I could sit you're in the back. I tell you, when we were in New York together dozens of years ago, you came walking and we were waiting, we were meeting in the lobby and you had gone down the street for some reason with Stuart. And so you were coming back in and I noticed Stuart walking in with some woman on his arm. And I looked out the window and I was like, God, I love New York. There's models everywhere. And it was fucking you. It was fucking <gasps> no. you. I told you this at the time. And Let's you turn back time right now. Let's turn back time. You Bring don't even know what, days. you don't know who you are. That's how it is. So. You don't know. I say who? You don't know who you are. I say when? I find I say how it, much. So the point of that whole fucking thing is as a member of the genetically blessed, the fact that you take greater umbrance with this than I do. by it. I don't, and you also have a girl though. So I mean, I, it's very, it's a tough thing not having young women to raise and, you know, trying to raise men who are good people in the world without that continual reminder of what it means to be a female good people in the world, right? What does it mean to be a male good people in the world? Like it's a totally different, we're all of us have so many biases that we bring to the table, you know, pink and blue regardless. So to only have one race side. too. You just posted one about race. Oh yeah. Just oh, on, yeah. on uh, Facebook, oh, I yeah. think. Oh yeah. You posted an article about race and I thought, yeah. So when I actually did see, I think I was listening to Trevor Noah and he said, do you know that, these five women, these five stupid contests were all won by, I was really thrilled um, because there's a society that values beauty, which annoys the fuck out of me, but it really only appreciated one kind of beauty for so long. So uh, maybe it gives me hope that there's more to... It can evolve into something better because the I don't remember which contest it was, but the the most recent one. And again, I was finishing the sentence. Trevor Noah said there are five black women <laughs> holding these five these five yes, yes, positions. Yes. The last one was asked a question, you know, about young girls. Like, what what would you want to teach young girls? And her answer was, I think, leadership. Right. And my jaw hit the fucking table because. You're watching The Bachelor and Hannah Douchebaggery says, uh, 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 I can't. Somebody said to her, make a toast. She couldn't put together a sentence. She couldn't put four words to make a sentence to our health, to good luck, to the fact that we're pretty and fucking daft as can be. Like she couldn't. Yeah. Two hours were two of the words. We thought it was okay to be on a sitcom, the entire point of which is to scrapple over one giant cock, which probably isn't even that big. I mean, guess what, ladies? There's more men in the world than are just on this TV show. What are you doing? Better, better men. I've never once seen uh, the only thing that I know about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or any of these stupid things is from seeing it parodied on Saturday Night Live. I, I'm so grateful that I have never encountered it. But is it a guilty? Do you watch that show? And, and I used to. I thought I you used, did. I can't. It made me so upset that these women have no self-worth and the ones that do don't get ahead. They're voted out because they are not going to pander. They are not going to... 
try so to gross. put themselves and and compete it's for the female, what? It's the one... female fleshlight. Last week, we were talking about who in the world would choose a fleshlight over go outside. You're a man. There's other humans here. It's college. You're, there's somebody for you. There is a there is a foot for every sock. I think there's probably a better description than that. But and on no, the... my nana said that <laughs> a lid for every pot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And these ladies, gorgeous and theoretically accomplished as they are, to have been graced a spot, accomplished in some way, right? Right. You mean to tell me you all got to fight, wrist arm wrestle each other to the death over this one lone jackass who brings nothing? What can he possibly bring to the table? It's not. Well, you know the reason they pick him. Is he rich? No, the reason they pick him is because he's pretty. He was, people got to know him because he competed in the last one. I asked my daughter, who, sure. how did they pick yeah, this guy? <laughs> um, and I taped, I watched the first episode with her and I said, I'm done. Do you want me to still tape this? And she said, nah, it's not, there's no substance to any of these people. And if there were substance, they wouldn't be there. But there is this draw to watch pretty people connect. And I find I find that in the Real Housewives of almost anywhere, which I do enjoy. But they're meanies. They're so mean to each other on those housewivery shows. And I'm glad because they have wild, wild money. And I can't envy you at all if I know that you're a real asshole. The only thing you have going for you is money. Oh, I get it. I get it now. I get it. Yeah, the whole thing with beauty pageants, it's sort of no skin off. I'm not competing with those people. At my, we're not even in the same orbit. So it's sort of like, oh, that's something that's happening. I see them over there. And in terms of watching rich people and, and appreciating their lives, I get that on the Food Network, right? I can see these fancy people. Oh, food porn. Yeah, well, I can see. They're, they're, what is your job? Your job is to pick out the perfect tomato. Right. That ain't your... Okay, great. And we're going to cook it here at the beach? Bingo. And then we're going to serve it on a yacht? Oh, I'm in. Got it. And then where are we taking our vacation if this is a Tuesday, right? So that I can watch. I don't I don't want to see that same scenario with someone yelling at the at the tomato grower for, you know, having an, a deformed ugly fruit or whatever it might be. Yeah, I don't I don't watch any of the food shows. I, I maybe maybe if there's a cupcake show, but I I don't I don't enjoy that because then I'm, because I'm just hungry. Like I had to give them up because it was like drugs. I had to, I had a food business. I'd shut that down I've, I've, temporarily, all this stuff because of health. I need to, I need to back away. It's like, it's like, you know, Sam in cheers for those old enough to remember the reference. He's owns a bar because he's an alcoholic. Like it's tough to put yourself in a world of all the things that are not, are not helping you right now. Let's, let's right. saturate myself with them. So food, right. food and me, I need, is there like a bean channel? Is there something with like, like tofu, like bulgur? Yeah. Bulgur, the, the vulgar bulgur. Like let's get the a, let's barata channel. Oh, but that's really good. And that's bad yeah. for you. See anything good, yeah. anything, anything filled with fat and salt and delicious and acid. And yum, yum, yum. It's all good. I went good. to the store and I got, you know, do you remember Archway? Archway yeah, of course. Makes yeah, yeah, cookies. yeah, 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 yeah. They make the Dutch cocoa still cookies. do, still do, yeah. Those are those the... wackadoo ginger men. Oh, I I love those ginger men. Yes, I I love those ginger men. That's kind of seasonal. They do ginger snaps full year, but it's mm. it's Christmas where they have the men time. come out. And um, Pepperidge Farm does a pretty decent oh, ginger sure family do. as well. Oh, they sure but do. But Archway for Archway, it's those chocolate with the little sugar on the top and the way your teeth sink into it. It's all yes, texture with yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. I went yes. out on Friday for breakfast with Jessica Kupferman. Oh, <laughs> love it. We went to the Amish market. Oh, you and fuckers. And she's 
getting over a cold, so she can't taste anything. What? Oh, no. But does it matter if we're texture people, if you can really taste things? Yeah. Does it matter? Because I said what you need to do is you need to put these cotton candy grapes because she doesn't want fruit that tastes like fruit. She wants fruit that tastes like candy. Put them in the freezer because then you get that texture with the ice inside and it's it's the perfect texture. And then we went down a texture rabbit hole and I said, but all the things in the texture that I like are really not good for you. So what does that mean? That sounded delicious. No, those gross. archway cookies, oh. how you can sink your teeth in, I how it felt kind of porny. I was like, what does that mean? I can't imagine eating a frozen grape. That seems like the worst possible damage that anyone no, could do amazing. to their soul. No, no. How can you eat you, it? Do first you of suck all, it? Put do it you it, suckle it? No, I, I bite it. But what? also you, I, my friends put them in their red wine to chill it a little. And then the grapes get a little drunk and then you eat the grape and it's okay. I don't, delicious. I, right. Okay. All right. I can I can get on board, I guess, with the sangria aspect of it. And then you're eating the fruit. Do you eat the fruit at the end of sangria? No, 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 no. No, I don't. No. Oh, well, sangria and me, are are, you know, I, I'll participate when in sangria, Amy is drunk. It's okay. I will do it. I think the phrase is when in Rome. But still, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it as alcohol. Yeah, I'm in. But it's like I me prefer, with the frosé. Uh, yeah, I just prefer straight up. Straight up alcohol drink, bring it. Wine. Any kind of, any kind of, kind of. Wine. I'm telling you, if Marnie's going to come help you out, Chardonnay, she won't. just she, I, I'm too terrified. I'm too terrified. I'm too terrified. I'm too terrified. I would rather what have- What would your husband say? I would rather, he could give a fuck. I would rather have a big bag of porn and, like on the, on the front lawn than to have her come in and be judgy judgerton and be like, are you kidding me? This, this- But you said she's not going to judge you. First of all, this is her porn. It's stupidity. It's just it's just the level of stupidity and neglect. And I know I need to do better. And it's I it's probably it's a it's like a mental hang up because I also I already know I'm the only one who does this. I'm the only one who does this. There are you look around in the world, lots of people overeat, lots of people don't exercise, lots of people do lots of things, lots of people smoke or vape or or take too much alcohol, do all the things that were like I know I need to do better. I should go to yoga this morning, but instead coffee and bagel, right? It's we the lots mm-hmm. of people are in that category. Not a lot of people have a giant mountain of unfiled duplicate. I mean, do you know the level of things that we have have nine or 10 of because we keep rebuying it because we don't know where the other one was. That's it's just easier to go and buy a new how many umbrellas do we have? If we finally went through and and so the finances are that way, like I have multiple health insurance thing. I just I don't know where the fucking number is. Honestly, I was looking for a form this very week. And whomever I was talking to was like, well, I need the receipt of this and that. And I said, well, how much is it? $120 here. And I just paid for it again. Cause I'm like, I'm not looking for the receipt. Take it. I'll come back and get a refund at some point. <laughs> that joke. I, I will never return anything to a store. There's such a hangup of, I don't even like to, that's why I don't like to buy stuff because I'll never return it. I do you know how many gift cards I have sitting in my possession right now. That's why I like Stitch Fix because More than they send you the bag to ship it back and you can just give it to the postman. Stitch Fix is like, here, I thought you'd like these. And I gift said, card from my birthday. You're wrong. Gift card. Gift card for my birthday. My birthday was in the summer. Gift cards. Sitting right here. Not lost. Right here. I just won't go. I won't do. I won't. I won't do it. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
and well, Marnie. Won't then I'm help. coming with Marnie, and I'm going to take the gift no, cards. No, no, no. I, I, it's like you don't have the cleaners come to your house until you've kind of cleaned the house, and then they can yeah. come clean the house. Can't vacuum if all your shit's on the floor. You got to so that would be the, that would be the thing that would really mortify me for everybody to have to go through and find all that shit. Even to the point where years ago, and I don't keep up with it. I'm telling like 20 years ago, I started files on my then computer. Um, a file for each one of the kids with all the things that I like about them and what they did. Like I would just use that in terms of here's why you're so great. So that if they stumbled across shit on my computer, they would find how often I think of them. Like that's, that's me. That's my life. And nothing could be further from my life than the way I manage my daily finances. We have another friend, Dina, who might be helpful for you, who's at least oh on this coast. Oh she could come in and she can oh go God, through oh your God, shit. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. She's oh frighteningly God, organized. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. No. She opened a file once that had one article in it from <laughs> 1989. And we're like, what? She's, what? Anti- she's anti-opposite Amy in this regard. For every, for my, It's not even a comfort level, but for whatever reason, my modus operandi is that it cannot be done. It, it cannot be done. And in her world, for fi- for anything, papers and shuffling, and I would presume finances too, it must be done. And she'll go into the opposite hole of levels, 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 to the point where I think you're referencing, she has a file cabinet with a file folder in it with one item of paper in that file folder because there was a separate file created for something that only has one item in it. That's how fucking organized. <laughs> Down to that she's level. She's crazy. She's, she's, I would have her it come works. in and do my shit in a it hot works. second. She's shit the works. best. Shit fucking works. She knows how to get it done. Hey, dear listeners, we're so grateful that you were here with us. We're sorry we had a little technical difficulty there in the middle. If you don't know about it, it's because our editor is slamming and took it out. What's up? Um, Audio editor editing solutions. If you'd like to get yourself some editor, get your editor on. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, please come find us on all the socials. Um, you know where we are. If you want to join our special secret fan group, it's really not secret. It's Brill Ob's Pod Groupies um, on Facebook or just generically at Listen Brilliant. That's where you could find us or tag us or tell us your stories of how. Your kids can suck, but are also awesome too. And how you don't shit rainbows, or if you do, explain it to me that that's the way to go. I can be taught. I'm always here to learn. I appreciate it. Write me, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Write to Fagazi. She would love to hear from you as well. And let us know how, how you feel you're doing as a parent, because we don't give a fuck how you think we're doing as parents. Yeah, I already I already lost that. I that's a big fail on my tech that. Like that. Popeye. I took that loss. Yeah. So like Popeye, I am what I am. And I'm strong and, to the finish. And speaking of finish, we are gonna return to a very saucy level of sex talk gang, because I know we were ramping in one direction in the past few episodes. And uh, if you were craving it in this one, that craving is still here. It's just bubbling under the beautiful stew that is Brilliant Observation. So stick with us. Come on back next week. Bring a few friends and you never know what we're going to unpack. Subscribe. Love okay. it. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.